you know, a standout. So that's even, you know, the versatility is important as well. You know? Yeah, you got to love that. You got to love a guy who moves inside, especially knowing, you know, the money is typically outside. So everybody wants to find <laughs> that left tackle, right? And and we'll get into it, and uh, maybe we'll do it after the mock. But, you know, everybody knows about the two quarterbacks. But there's, you know, four other guys, and there's a bunch of other guys that don't get mentioned. You know, we know the four in Grayson, Mannion, Petty, and Hundley. And we'll place them maybe on, on some teams and stuff. But there's, you know, um, uh, Camden from um, Washington State, Shane Camden. There's Bo Wallace you know, there's there's some guys out there who, even the guy from ASU, Taylor Kelly, um, who could potentially, you know, make teams as backups. I, I, I really feel that at best you'll only get maybe three or four guys that could potentially be starters. Obviously, you know, Winston and Mariota. Maybe it's Grayson and Petty. Maybe it's Hundley and Petty. We'll see how that all plays out. Why don't we not tease it anymore? And why don't we start the Ray and Tate today? Stop teasing. <laughs> 2015 first round mock draft, and what we're going to do, you know, for time's sake and just in general, Ray will take first pick in the odd numbers, and Tay, I will take the second pick in the even numbers, and then we'll just kind of jab back and forth at each other if we agree or disagree with the picks. But I, we figured that's the best way to do it, and hopefully we'll get some fans call in for the draft and their thoughts, 718-664-9098. I'm excited. This is what, you know, like one of our favorite times of year. And we might have some gentlemen in Gregory and Shane Ray, Randy Gregory and Shane Ray, who might slip out of the first round. We'll see how that all goes down. Leo Collins has left Chicago. Hey, give Chicago a great job. You know, Grant Park, they're doing a great job. You know, Ray is uh, a Chicagoite in his heart going to Chicago for business school. And um, you got to love, it hasn't been there since 64, 51 years, and it looks like they're doing a great job. Ray, you're on the clock. Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Jameis Winston. I think you have to hope that you did the diligence on him and the off the field stuff won't repeat itself. And he's the best quarterback on the field. So they go with the best talent, best quarterback at a position that they need. I agree. Love the locker room as well. And Lovey Smith, he'll be fine. Tennessee Titans, number two. I don't know if they'll trade it. I will say they should because they have a void at talent. That's why they, they have the worst record. Um, maybe Mettenberg is good, and maybe they'll draft the quarterback in the second round. They pick first pick in the second round, so they have the 33rd pick. And uh, Tampa's 34. They switch back and forth. But for this mock, no trades. They take Marcus Mariota, Tennessee. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. So then I have the Jacksonville Jaguars taking arguably the best talent on the board at any position, and that's USC defensive end Leonard Williams. Boo. Nah, I'm joking. I love the guy, but I think they stay home with Dante Fowler Jr. because he is just a football player, played all over for um, Musgrave or whatever, Muschamp, and, and just really – has that fire. I think he's a great pass rusher and a sacker, and for Gus Bradley, it's going to be perfect. So number four, the Oakland Raiders select. This guy falls into the lap. A lot of people saying receiver, but to me, you can't pass Leonard Williams. And Leonard Williams with Khalil Mack, that could be special. That's what I have for for the Raiders. All right. Now I have the Raiders taking Amari Cooper. So that means for me, the Washington Redskins take – your boy Dante Fowler. Hey, both of those, both of those are great picks, right? I mean, Cooper will help uh, your boy Carr. Um, it just uh, it would be perfect. So for Washington, oh, okay, Washington. Yeah, no, I agree with you with that. Obviously, Fowler's there. I actually think the Redskins are going to go with the sheriff, Brandon Sheriff from Iowa. I think he will help with the running game, which they need to develop, and also protect RG3, who they wow, we didn't mention in the last high? show. Yes, <clears throat> they need offensive line. They need the hogs back in D.C., and that's how you win, and they learned yeah, that from the Cowboys. They need defense, too. They need defense as it's, well. It, it's okay. Watch what they do. 
So number six, the New York Jets. I'm on the clock with our Jets, baby. And I'm telling you, they might want to get Mariota, but I say they go with the wide receiver, Kevin White, and put Decker as the third receiver. And they really help out Geno Smith or Fitzpatrick or, in the second round, one of these other quarterbacks like Hundley or Petty. So, yeah, Kevin White. Nah, I can't agree with that. <laughs> I believe that that's too high to take a receiver, especially if his name is not Megatron. So, to me, the Jets who need a pass rusher need an edge rusher. They also need some linebacking help. They're getting a little long in the two the linebacker. I think they take Vic Beasley, your boy, the redshirt senior from Clemson. You're not concerned about his weight at all and him, you know, I'm concerned about played at 220-something. He got up to 240. I know, I know. It's, uh, it's and, <laughs> and that's what people say, that you could put on five pounds, but, you know, it's hard to put on 15, 20. A lot of these guys are light. You know, we talk about Randy Yeah, he was Gregor. bigger at the combine. Yeah. yeah, I think he, he, he was at 240 at the combine. But I am concerned. But you know what? I think everybody's flawed in this draft. I think it's one of the one of the most – you know, there are a lot of red flags out there. It's one of the weaker drafts in the last few years, especially right. at the top. So you can well, have we did speak depth. about – no, no, you're totally right. And we did speak about, like, a lot of people only have 16 to 18 first-round grades, and it's 32 picks in the first round. So that's pretty amazing. And when you look at it, really the two deepest positions are wide receiver and running back, you know, where you can go all the way to the third round and get – potential guys that can be ones or twos and, and, and have long careers. So yeah. we'll see how it plays out with that. So, so okay. I um, have Chicago w- taking your boy Kevin White. So if I'm up to number okay. seven, I got the Bears taking Kevin White. And if he's there, especially losing Brandon oh, Marshall, yeah. they need no some explosiveness. I, you know, I can't knock it. And I totally agree, except for me. I have White gone, so I go with Amari Cooper. And I think he helps immensely – a little bit different from Alshon Jeffrey, and um, you know we'll see how it goes. So number eight, the Atlanta Falcons. Ray, I, you know, listen. A lot of people here don't be surprised if they go take the hometown boy from Georgia, Todd Gurley, even though you know people are saying he, you know, has been dropping because of the injury. The medical's been coming back. He's looking great. Maybe ahead of schedule, but I, I think they're going to get a pass rusher, and I say here they take Vic Beasley from Clemson. Interesting. So because Vic Beasley, I think, is gone, to me the Falcons take Alvin Dupree right here. Oh, okay. That'd be nice, too. You know, freakish talent, but he hasn't been so productive, though, that he's got all the measurables. So number nine, who are you going with? The New York Giants on the clock for Eli. This is their worst draft pick since Eli's been there, the highest they've picked in the draft. Yeah, well, you have him going earlier, and I have him dropping, so I like Brandon Scherf right here. I think the Giants Mm. need to lock down that offensive line. I think with Odell Beckham Jr. and Donnell and Cruz coming back and the running backs that they have led by Rashad Jennings, they're fine at the skill position. They need to lock it down with alignment, and I think this kid Scherf – is not spectacular, but he's one of those gritty Big Ten, you know, plug him in there, ten-year guy, Chris Snee type. He's he's all right. He's he's if he's there, Giants should be very happy. Yeah, well, you know the Iowa linemen, um, they they're they're kind of no joke. You know, the, your boy over there, uh, was it uh, Lorenz or uh, the coach over there at Iowa? He he's got them all locked down. I actually got. The, I have to agree with you with the linemen. I just have uh, Sheriff going. I got them taking Andres Pete. Um, I think he's got good feet. Wow, this you know, high. Not okay. Be, yeah, he might not be a dancing bear, but they have to get a tackle, and then they can move uh, Pew inside. So Pete is uh, is really probably the best tackle in the draft to me. Really, really good. So at number ten, I'm on the clock with the St. Louis Rams. They said they want to draft a quarterback eventually. It just won't be in the first round. They're going to roll with Nick Foles. I think they could go receiver here. They could go offensive line because the offensive line is not so good. But for the value, I'm going with Trey Wayans, the corner 
Um, was not the best tackler, but he's got a lot of other skills and the best ball skills, and I, I just like this kid a lot from Michigan State, better than Denar that the Bengals took a year or two ago. Um, so I got the Rams taking Trey Wayans here. Well, that's not Damon Wayans, and that's not Marlon Wayans. Nah, it's not, not Marlon and <laughs> I have Trey Wayans going to Minnesota, which means that for St. Louis, I actually have Devontae Parker going there. I think they really need a playmaking wide receiver and so, to me, St. Louis goes wide receiver. Minnesota takes the cornerback, and they'd be very happy if Trey Waynes was there at 11. Yeah, and basically, I totally agree with you. I just flip-flop those, and I say that the Rams, they can get a good receiver in the second round and not such a good corner. So I have um, Minnesota taking Teddy Bridgewater's teammate, baby, from Louisville. He's the third wide receiver going in the draft, but he could just as easily be the best. This guy attacks the ball. Devontae Parker is a stud. And remember, when you saw Teddy Bridgewater's highlights at Louisville, he was throwing the number nine all the time. So I have um, uh, Devontae Parker there. So Cleveland Browns on the clock for me, Ray. Uh, they could go so many places. Let's be honest. They They need a lot of talent, but – they have a defensive coach, and Patton, he did not like the fact that they were, I think, 31st or 32nd stopping the run, and they're going to go with the big nose tackle, Danny Shelton. I think even though he wow, has Wow, we a agree. Bad, so a, we agree on yeah. 1 and 12. We only agree there you go. twice. <laughs> well, you know, they, they're worried about his speed, the 5'6", because in the last 10 years of the combine, no nose tackle that ran like that ever you know, started and did whatever. But you know what? We've seen this kid at Washington. He's got a motor. He, you don't have to be a speedster, and he's, he's, he's sneaky quick. So I think Shelton will really help them stop the run, and you've got to do that in the AFC North uh, especially. So Cleveland, that's what I got. You agree. So who do you have at 13? What are the Saints doing? What's, what's going on with Sean Payton? This is the controversial pick. I think that the premium is on passer, which they have. They have to find a replacement at some point. People to protect the passer and people to rush the passer. So to me, they go back to the drawing boards and they say, who's the best pass rusher out there? And he's light in the butt, and he's got some drug issues. But I think they do it. I think they pull the plug, pull the trigger here, wow. and they go with Randy Gregory. Wow. Well, you know what's Nebraska. funny? They go with talent. I listen. I you can't argue. You just wonder. Really, is somebody going to have the, the courage to take him? I, I agree with you because I originally had Randy Gregory. I switched it to Alvin Bud Dupree, who I think is moving up. And I think he can play multiple positions, which you know the Ryan brothers love, especially uh, you know um, their defensive coordinator. Um, Rex's yeah, brother, sure. yeah. Um, what's his, what's his, not Rex, but uh, his brother, oh, uh, Rob Ryan. Rob Ryan. Rob Ryan. Rob Ryan. Yeah, Rob Ryan. So yeah, I got the free from Kentucky Buffalo. going there. Exactly. So at number fourteen, this is in honor of our boy Hank Tay for the Miami Dolphins. I've been all over the place with this. I've thought offensive line, which you know I've heard Hank say. I've thought receiver, but guess what? Lamar Miller is not the answer. Daniel Thomas. I don't think they brought him back. They're going to go with Todd Gurley and be uh, just helping Ryan Tannehill so much with an explosive, amazing running back who catches the ball well, as too. So Todd Gurley goes to the Dolphins. Wow, okay. I think that I, would I make Hank smile. Oh, you agree? I agree with that pick, yeah. That's the third one we agree on. So okay. Some you think, you think we're making Hank smile with that? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Some people like Melvin Gordon because he can run immediately, and I think Todd Gurley, you might have to wait half a season, and then the other half a season might not be as great because obviously when you come back from ACL, your first season is probably your worst. So next year, so the 2016 NFL season will be when he, he might really be special. He, he I, be I think special it will be like special. AP. I just don't think he'll be special. No, no, I just mean even this 12. year. Yeah, so no, 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 yeah, me, you're I, right. I like a guy here for San Francisco. They obviously lost Justin Smith. Who knows what they'll get from Alden Smith. So, to me, I like a guy that on some people's boards have been has dropped, but I like the defensive end from Oregon, Eric Armstead, 6'7", 292. And I think he fills or, a huge need for San Francisco. 
Well, you know what? I we that's our fourth pick. I I, I had the same pick, so I totally agree. And as folks from uh, New York City would say, they went to humanities and Bronx science. Shout out to our boy Arik Mims. That's what we would say, not Arik. They try to like give him the different name. We'd say Arik. All right. Arik. <laughs> Shout out to our boy Arik. So um, so I agree with that. And at sixteen, this is fascinating. The Houston Texans, right? Gosh, they could get a receiver. They could get a corner. I think just because I don't know if uh, I don't know if Antonio Smith left or or he you know might come back or he's got a year left. Clowney hasn't been healthy. They've got J.J. Watt. I think they go with maybe a, a guy that is probably the best on the board in the sense that he's got some talent. And I'm, I'm you know I should go with the corner, but I'm going Malcolm Brown. The tackle. I think wow, for Texas, he's got, a, he's got a lot of talent. I have him going at the yeah, I end of him, the round. Okay. I could see him slipping down, but I just think that this is the type of guy, that type of size, and he's shown some really good ability. Uh, and I, 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 so I'm going. So who you got the Texans taking then? I went with Brashad Perriman. I think that okay, they're receiver, so yeah. desperately in need of a playmaking receiver. Now, he's been dropping yeah, to help the ball Hopkins. too much. But yeah, he got to clean that up. At That's why I didn't take him to 12, he might be the most explosive of the receivers and the guys that can make some big plays. Now, I know your boy Kevin White can do some things, and he's got some size. But if he gets rid of the dropsies, Rashad Perriman can be nice. So, anyway, moving on. San Diego, I think they are starving for a runner. And I think yes. that they thought they had the answer in Ryan Matthews, but he got hurt, and he wasn't the guy that they could bank on. He's in Philly, and maybe under Chip Kelly's stretch system he can do some things. But right now, to me, I don't think San Diego can let Melvin Gordon pass them by. I think they have to take him, and they have to take some of the pressure off of Phillip Rivers if they keep him, and don't, or even if you bring Mariota in. But they need a running back, and they haven't uh, – they haven't had one since they let Ladanian Tomlinson go. They've been um, they've been a little yeah, great. Brandon Oliver and Matthews and yeah, and nobody stays healthy yeah. there. Even Danny Wood has been great, but he hasn't stayed healthy. Too small. Um, yeah, well, you know what? Some people compare Gordon to Jamal Charles, um, and you know, not quite the same speed, I don't think. But he he can you know he can remember he had a great offensive line at Wisconsin. But I say all this to say I have the same pick, so that's five we agree on. That's pretty amazing. I don't think we've wow. uh, we'd have to look back at last year see if we agreed on that much. So Kansas City's on the clock, and the Chargers need a lot of help too. They could definitely go a lot of different positions. But you're right, they need a running back. This is interesting because you know how Andy Reid is. He likes the big guys, the dancing bears. He needs a corner too. And then I don't we don't know about Eric Berry, so he could probably use a safety as well. But no touchdowns from receivers. He needs a wide receiver. And the guy that you had mentioned when we were talking about sleepers, well he's not that much of a sleeper for me anymore. I think he's special, and I'm going with Phillip, not related to Tony Dorsett at number 18, a wide receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs. Wow, that's high. All right, I had him going down farther to Baltimore, but okay. Um, yeah, man. He he can play. They're talking about him. Oh, and there's going to be he's, a runner I think on he's wide receivers. So I actually had the Kansas City Chiefs taking Jalen Collins, cornerback. Mm, okay. So I think that they need a – you know they need help in the secondary, and Collins is going to be. Aren't you concerned though, Jalen? With uh, remember, he had some off the field issues, which only allowed I'm him to start ten everybody. games at LSU. I know, I know, but Jaylen to me, Jalen Collins I'm originally Jones. I'm, no, I know. I, I had him in the first round, but I moved him out because I just I think the fact that he couldn't get on the field with his issues. I don't know if they're going to come back up, but athletically, you need a strong organization. Listen, yeah. So who would yeah. you go with? You, do you do you say all right? You know what? Let me go with a safer pick. Let me go with a, you know, obviously Byron Jones from from Connecticut's got all the talent. But do you end up going with a Kevin Johnson from Wake Forest? 
the safer. Yeah, the safer no, it just yeah, definitely. It just depends on uh, what KC and look, and God knows they still need offensive line. They've been losing offensive line in the last couple of years. So, so all right. So, um, who are you taking with the Cleveland Browns? Their second so pick. Cleveland I did their first Browns, one at nineteen. Exactly. We what both said Danny Shelton. So if they in fact go defense in the first pick, they're going to go offense in the second pick, and they have no yes. Josh Gordon. So to me, Ooh. they take the best wide receiver on the board. And to me right now, looking at my board, that's the other Jalen, Jalen Strong. Ooh. Okay. I love Jalen Strong. I had him going to, like, Miami in my first mock. But, unfortunately, with that wrist surgery, it's going to take him some time. And I think he's going to go down to the second round. And I love the kid from ASU. Saw most of his games. I think Cleveland's going to go big on both picks. And I have the Cleveland Browns at 19 taking Eric Flowers. I think Eric Flowers potentially could play left or right tackle. I think he's special. He could even sneak up earlier. I know the Giants like him. Um, Just, I think, a, a good, solid lineman that will have a long career. So at number 20, this is so fascinating. You know, I've said this pretty much before we even started talking draft, that I still believe somehow, whether it's Sam Bradford in the 20th pick and next year's one, whatever they got to do, I still think the Eagles are going to try to find a way to see if they can get Mariota, even if it's a three-team trade. But at 20, I could see them going corner here for maybe like a Marcus Peters from Washington, but I'm going Brashard Perryman. Big receiver, he's got to work on the hands, but I think he will help because I don't care what anybody says. Going with Jordan Matthews, Riley Cooper, and the receivers they have, it's not enough. And I know they love Sproles and Ertz, and he's got all the running backs now, and and, and Matthews and Murray. He still needs somebody that can stretch the field, and that's Perryman. So that's my pick for the Eagles at 20. Who do you have Philly taking? I have Philly taking a cornerback. We talked about him before, Kevin Johnson, the safer pick. Yeah, he's from the Wade. little guy, yeah. The little guy, but he can cover. He's one of the oh, yeah. cover guys in the draft. Only a lot of heart. 180, but still, he's, uh, to me, if Philly doesn't make a move and they sit here, they take a cornerback. All right, on the clock, 21. Them Cincinnati. By the way, Cincinnati. your boy got a your boy got a contract extension. So Ray needs to give him some props because Ray's been kind of rough on Marvin Lewis, who, by the way, second most tendered coach in the NFL behind Bill Belichick. Can you imagine that? That's crazy. Look at the that's turnover crazy. in the sport. That's that that's impressive to me because. Impressive uh, that the, the Bengals kept him, and 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 you know I I think to, yeah. it's time for change. But to me, Cincinnati needs to solidify that offensive line, and they take a player that you had being drafted earlier. I like Eric Flowers here. I think they need to solidify that line. They need to make a decision whether or not uh, your boy Dalton is their answer. So Andy Dalton gets one more year, gets an offensive lineman, hopefully you plug him in and he starts immediately. He's got all the skill position players that he needs. Nice running back combo. Anytime you have A.J. Green, anybody you put up with A.J. Green gives you a better than average receiving core so i think the one thing missing on that offense is that offensive tackle and they and they pick him up with eric flowers um yeah you know i i could agree with you um i already have him going so in the premise i have the same thing but i've got um probably one of the most talented linemen in dj humphreys i got him going there so i definitely think the Bengals are going to go offensive line especially because uh their lineman um was it wasworth one of the big guys one of their andres is um last year was contract and you know he, they've had injuries they're getting old so I, I think they're going to go offensive line but i got them going humphreys Don't, let me ask you this real quick before we go on with the Bengals, um and it's funny because we've got all the afc north teams coming up here um, or three of them, the Bengals, don't you feel that they really, probably in the second round, they they need to get another receiver to help A.J. Green. I like Marvin Jones, and we like, uh, the, you know, the other guys they've had, but Muhammad no one has Sanu. stayed healthy. Sanu, Sanu and Jones, I feel like they're more like a three and a four. If they could get 
another guy, you know, maybe in the second round, if they could even get a Devin Smith or somebody. I think it would wow, help A.J. Devin Green Smith a lot. to open up the field, that would be great. If yes, Devin Smith falls was, into yeah, the early it, second round, you could see It would be hard, though. He's he, he's getting a lot of love lately, Ray. A lot of people have been talking him up because the kid – all he does is catch touchdowns, right? <laughs> uh, sounds Not like a Hall that, of Famer, Chris Carter. Forty-yard touchdowns. I mean, this guy. Yeah, no, he will always be making big plays. And even if, like you said, he's a second or third receiver, think about how much AJ Green would benefit from a guy that can mm-hmm. lift the roof off the defense. Make that safety have to come over because honestly, with Jones and Sanu, they get eight-yard passes, you know, slants. They don't stretch the field at all. You know, and their tight ends can't stay healthy. And, you know, I, they didn't even bring back Jermaine Gresham. They're going to go with the other tight end they have. Um, so, you know, it's it's one of those Tyler things Eifert, where it might be. Yeah, yeah your boy Eifert has got to stay healthy. Um, so we'll we'll see. I, I think, uh, you know, either way. All right. Who do you have your Steelers Oh, could you even imagine that at number 22, and I'm doing the evens, Come, my Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, I love it. Well, we can go so many ways. We just lost McCain to Miami. Ike Taylor retired. Troy retired. So we need corners. We need safeties. We need pass rushers. Uh, We could use a deep tackle. I'm going to go with the best safety in this draft and – his name is Landon Collins from LSU. I think that this kid really? is a thumper. Really? He can't cover anybody, though. He's he, but, in the box but, safety but he, who plays the He's run. a thumper, a thumper, thumper, thumper. And I think him and Mitchell could work out, and I do, I do like him. I, I could go corner here, Byron Jones. I've thought about that, or Kevin Johnson. But I just think – that there's not too many safeties in this draft. The other one I like is Randall, and he might be end of the first or early second. And so I'd want to get one of these guys, and I think the Steelers need to get Landon Collins because I think he's, I think he'll improve. I think he's going to okay. improve. So that's, that's my guy. I I can't. See so you Landon don't agree. Collins. When you go with Troy Polamalu, who can do everything, and you get Landon Collins, who's a thumper, that's not. But a we have a different scheme goal. now. No you more uh, Dick LeBeau. He's Fair over there enough, with Ray Horton in Tennessee. I like you guys getting a corner here, and I think there's a pretty decent one on the board in Marcus Peters. I think this guy Oof, is your guy man, he's if he's good. there. The, the Steelers, we don't normally Washington. draft knuckleheads, Ray. When was the la- what was the last knucklehead the Steelers drafted? That's true. You don't really do that's it. True. You know, that's but the you, only thing you got to consider. But you, you you put your arm around him and you say, "Son." <laughs> Leave all that stuff. Well, we got a good class. coach in a good locker room. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, exactly. You, know, our, so our you can take one or that. two young kids and <laughs> shake it out of them. So I, I like Marcus Peters here for you guys. All right. You're on the clock with them. Detroit Lions finally got back in the playoffs, Ray. They look like they're headed in the right direction, even though they did lose Sue and they got Nada, but they also lost fairly. So what do you think? Right. So I think – Losing two and gaining one on the defensive line means your defensive line is, is – and when one of those two is in Dominican Sioux, and yeah, and you, you not could at definitely all look too. defensive – you could definitely look defensive line. You could look defensive tackle maybe, uh, you know, Jordan mm-hmm. Phillips or Malcolm Brown over here. But I actually think that their problems are on offense too, and they need an mm-hmm. offensive lineman. They need to solidify mm-hmm. that team, keep Stafford up, Allow him time in the pocket. Golden help State the was a great game, yeah. pickup. Help the running game that they need to establish on a regular. So to me, they take your boy Andres Pete from Stanford right here. Ooh, okay. And you know what? I could see them going O line. For me, who would be left is probably like a T.J. Clemens or even a Jake Fisher, who I've had in and out of my first round because he's so versatile on the offensive line. But I have to disagree in the sense that I think Nada's only got one year left on his deal. He's getting really old, and I like the big guy, Eddie Goldman. I think Eddie Goldman goes to the Lions because he is going to help solidify that defensive front, which they rely on heavily. So – I'm back out here in Arizona, baby. By the time I get to Arizona at number 24, uh, they've lost Cromartie. They 
still need more offensive line. They need a running back, which they could get in the second round. I I really think they're going to go with Kevin Johnson because losing Cromartie was a big deal. And I think the way they like to play aggressive defense, they need a good cover corner. And to me, Kevin Johnson is that guy. If Gurley or Gordon slipped, they would jump on him, but they won't slip. And so for me, corner, Arizona, Kevin Johnson from Wake Forest. Well, I have another one of my controversial picks, Shane Ray. I feel like Arizona needs a playmaker on defense. They need to rush the passer, and Shane Ray's that guy. I think his foot is fine. I don't understand how you could be caught with weed three days before the draft. (laughs) Sign, get your money. He didn't smoke it, though. He didn't smoke it. It was just in the car. in In his car. So I think his foot is going to be fine. I think he'll be fine. Shane Ray, to me, just like Gregory, Ray is one of those guys where you just can't pass the talent, especially on this draft where it's not that talented. The the, the talent doesn't blow you away. These are more filling needs. This is a filling needs kind of draft. So let me go real quick, 25, offensive tackle. I like. Wait, wait, wait. I was just saying, wait, wait, before we – let's stay with Arizona. We got a caller. Let's see if they want to chime in on, on the mock real quick. We still got time to finish the mock. Let's see. All right, uh, caller, you're on the air with Ray and Tay. Hey, um, this is Elijah from Scottsdale, and um, I was calling in about my Cardinals. Okay, um, well, all right, what's what, up, man? What, what are you thinking? Did you hear? Um, well, did you hear our picks? What we what we were saying? I went with Kevin Johnson, and uh, yeah, yeah. Ray went with Shane Ray. What 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 are you thinking? What should the Cardinals do, and who do you think uh, will be there for them? Well, I think the most important thing for us right now is like running back. So, I mean, if we can get um, Gurley or Gordon, I would be stoked about that. Um, and while What happens if they're not at, there? Would you would you trade out of that pick? Would you reach take a corner. for somebody? Would you take a corner? I, um, I'd probably take um, one of the defensive, um, defensive ends to uh, make up for um, the loss of Dockett. That's a smart Ooh, guy right okay. there. I like that. And, I like yeah, that. Probably. I got Shane Ray. Now, what do you think? Would they have the appetite for a guy who's got a foot problem and, uh, you know, got himself into some hot water this past week? Hey, you know what? If he can, if he can play football, then I'll, then I'll take him, man. <laughs> I am, I mean, hey. Spoken like 32 win, win games and make, it, uh, make some big plays and – we can we can take care of that stuff off the field, but I think Shane Ray would definitely be a great um, acquisition for this ball club. Okay. Yeah, um, so, bef- go ahead. You got another comment about the draft? Yeah. Um, I, even though I was going to ask you like what your picks were, since you already made them, I have this question: What do you think is going to be the biggest key um, going forward when, um, after this draft for us to? improve and make our team better for next year and maybe win some playoff games next year. I think well, in the second round, you probably need to get an, a, a, an offensive lineman. But one thing I will say in this draft, maybe you take a chance. I don't know, you know, obviously Bruce Arians loves the quarterback from Virginia Tech, but maybe you guys take a chance on a Hunley or a Petty if they fall into your lap in the second round, because I think those two guys potentially could be a starter. And maybe if they develop, um, because I don't think Logan Thomas is going to develop. I think a Petty or Hundley could develop to be a starter under Bruce Arians. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that would be good. But you guys are going to have a great season. Quarterback Mm -hmm. position is going to be – I mean, it's a key for everybody, but it's definitely the key for the Cardinals. I mean, you guys have – been dealing with uh, no talent, and then you got some talent, and your talent get in, gets injured. So you need stability. You want? I'd love to see you have the same quarterback for 16 games, and that would be a great start <laughs> to making the playoffs, and then even going deep in the playoffs. Because you know what? Why not? You know, you guys are as tough as anybody out there. The Niners have just fallen a couple of notches. Seattle's been to two straight Super Bowls. Maybe they're not as hungry. Maybe there's an opportunity for you guys to go out there and win that division. Yeah. yeah Got a tough I schedule, though. We, tough schedule. We do have the, um, the talent to do it. So, yeah. 
All right, great. Well, thanks for calling, buddy. We'll uh, talk to you again soon. Yeah, great okay. call. Yeah, but so that's interesting. I mean, you got an Arizona Cardinal fan there, and um, you know, he's like, "Yeah, let's get Shane Ray if we can't get a running back." And Spoken I can't like argue with that, right? GM. I know, right? So, <laughs> Carolina, you're on the clock. <laughs> I know, right? Carolina, you're on the clock. You know they need offensive line help. Yeah, it's it's pretty obvious that they that they are going to go with an offensive lineman, assuming that a decent one is available. And I think this guy is decent. I take the junior tackle from Florida. I think you had him drafted a couple slots ahead, but DJ Humphreys, I think you slot okay. him right in. Yeah, no, I, I listen. If Humphreys is there, that's great. I think he'll be gone. So I I just put in uh, TJ Clemens from Pitt, who I think is great too. And I think uh, can really help. TJ. This I know, right? This draft is kind of funny. You got a bunch of Collinses, and you got some DJs and a TJs. Of Jaylen's. So, yeah. Yep. It's it's uh it's gonna be good. They they still need to get a receiver, but they could do that in the second round. But they gotta get some help for the offensive line. Um, number twenty six, my rivals, the Baltimore Ravens. You know I can't stand them. Shout out to our boy Stacy Manley. I I think listen, to me. Two positions, glaring need. Obviously, to replace not on the defensive line, but I think more importantly, they need a wide receiver and they need a cornerback. And I'm going to take a shot here, and I say they go with a specimen that they haven't had. And I think they take a chance with Doriel Green Beckham from Missouri slash Oklahoma. I think this kid has got all the talent and I just think that Harbaugh is one of the best coaches, and I think Ozzie Smith and the Baltimore locker room will, will will be able to Suggs and everybody will be able to talk to him. Steve Smith will teach this kid how to play receiver, and I think he'll work out in Baltimore, and he will be a stud for them. Okay. See, I think that Doriel Green Beckham falls out of the first round. Everybody had him as a first rounder about a month or so ago. I think that as they dig deeper, they find that, four, five, six receivers go ahead of him. And I actually have Baltimore taking Philip Dorsett here. So uh, my guy okay. from Miami, I think he's a safer pick. I, I love this kid, Doriel Green Beckham's physical stature. He's, you know, people say he's the next A.J. Green, but I'm not sure that when he passes can't trust the test, he can't, exactly, can't trust it. I think he, he falls for the second round. All right, 27. It just so perfectly works out. You're Dallas Cowboys. Ray, you're on the clock. Who are they taking? How about them Cowboys? So they need a lot. They could take a running back. They could take an edge rusher. They need a linebacker. They They need defense. It's defense, but they still need a running back. But, yeah, it's defense. So I think here they take Shaquille, a.k.a. Shaq Thompson. Um, Not Shaquille O'Neal, but maybe they get still kind of – Plays like a running back. I don't know. I thought I would have picked him in the first round, and then I dropped him out. I'm not sure if he's quite ready yet. Uh, but that, I, I see where you're going. I actually think you Sean yeah. Lee, the other thing they could do is go with an inside linebacker to replace Sean Lee. I the can't Kendricks kid, him. Eric Kendricks. Yeah, yeah, they could take Kendricks. Kendricks. His brother plays option. well in the league. Well, you know, I'm going with Shane Ray here. Sort of like you yeah, with Arizona, I think he drops there, down. And I, th- I think Jerry oh, will yes, take him yeah. if he's <laughs> Jerry will jump all over Shane Ray, and he will uh, fill the void that uh, your boy who got suspended for 10 games won't be there. Shane Ray, I think, would be uh, great. So at 28, Denver Broncos and the Sheriff, Peyton Manning. I originally thought Jordan Phillips a nose tackle, and, you know, I think they need some defensive help. But – I think because this might be Manning's last year or two, but definitely could be his last year, I got one of the most versatile offensive linemen, but also now one of the best at center, and they got a need there. Cameron Irving, Florida State, and he can move to a guard or, or tackle. I think Irving is going to help that offensive line, and they need offensive line because they could not do anything against the Colts in the playoffs, and they've got to beat the Patriots. They've got to run the ball and protect Manning, period. Cameron Irving, Broncos. So I think offensive line is the way they'll go for all the reasons you said. I just have them picking TJ. TJ Clemming okay. from Florida right here. He's on the board. I think yeah. they'll take him. 
Hey, either way, they'd be happy, right? Another team, playoffs, Andrew Luck, you're on the clock with the Colts. They need some help on the offensive line. What do you think they do? They do need some help on the offensive line. I don't know that they get it in the first round. Maybe they get it in the second round. They also need help on defense. They also need help in the secondary. So you had this guy going earlier. I have a problem with the fact that he only essentially plays the run, but Indianapolis could use that. I like Landon Collins here, strong safety from Alabama. Yeah, I, you know what? He is a thumper, and they they definitely need that. I wonder what's going on, if we've heard anything. I haven't heard anything with your, your the big guy, Mathis, if he's going to be able to, um, you know, make it back, because that's something that they, you know, definitely need some help there, too. I have them go on offensive line because it's such a glaring need, and I got the guy who's caught up in a little bit of controversy, but he's not, you know, the, I'm so sad. The girlfriend was killed, ex-girlfriend, let me clear it up, and he's left Chicago to go back to um, Louisiana, Lael Le- Collins. Lael. going there. Lael. <laughs> You know, I mean, uh, I love the name. He's going to have to make our all-name team because Lael, I mean, you know, you got the Lay or the Lael because of the, it's the L-A, you know. So I, I think he's got talent, though, um, and I think if he's there, the Colts have got to jump on it because he's going to develop, and he'll he'll be a very good lineman in a couple of years. So I, I think that'll help. So number 30, I'm on the clock with the Packers. Could have easily been in the Super Bowl. Great team. I'll keep it short and sweet. They need a lot, and I think they need corner. When you lose uh, Devon House and um, Tremont Williams, you, you just lost, like, you know, two of your best corners, if not definitely your two best corners. They're going to go with Byron Jones here. Um, he can play a little free safety, but he plays corner. The hips are not great. But the combine, his his jumping and everything is off the roof. So from UConn, Byron Jones with the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, he's he's quite a an athlete and a specimen. To me, I agree with everything you said. I still though think that they need some beef up front, and I think they need mm. some defensive, you know, front four to keep. If their best player is Clay Matthews, they got to keep people off of Clay Matthews, and they want to move Clay mm-hmm. Matthews back out to the outside linebacker. So here I think they take Jordan Phillips. I think they go big. They take a defensive tackle. And exactly. They have some girth. And now I'm back on the clock. 31. Yeah, with the Saints. The second pick for the Saints. Right. Right. Remember, they got this from Seattle. So we've got to let them know. Yeah, they they got this from Seattle for the the trade for the tight end, which caught us by surprise. Why would they trade Jimmy Graham? But – you know, that whole yeah. contract negotiation and are you a wide receiver, are you a tight end? It, it took so long. <laughs> and they got Max person. Unger. They yeah. got Max Unger to help the line. So, Mad so Max, what do you, what you know, obviously, do? I think they took – look, I, I thought they went for a light-ish pass rusher in the first – with their first pick, I had them taking Gregory. With the second pick, mm-hmm. I had them taking the best cornerback on the board, which right now is the guy you had going – the pick before the Green Bay, I got them taking Byron Jones from Connecticut. I think he's a great athlete. Yeah, that would right be a in. great pick. Um, I, listen, I can't disagree too much, except I think here, you know, I had Bud Dupree earlier, and here, to me, they could go another defense. But I also think they lost a lot in Kenny Stills and in Jimmy Graham. And I think this was sort of like my little last-minute sleeper pick. Um, I could see them taking Randy Gregory here if he slips down. Um, I'm going to go with Devin Smith. I think he's special, wow. and I think okay. inside on the turf, I think that this kid slips into the late first round, and I think they take him. I had them. I was thinking they would take Philip Dorsett, but I had moved Dorsett up, and I'm, I'm bringing Devin Smith in. And I think he goes with Drew Brees, and they get that thing going, baby. Wow. Oh, give him a weapon yeah, like man. that. Take the work. Yeah, exactly. Well, because, remember, we talked about this off air. Your boy Marcus Colston is old and slow. They got rid of Stills. They don't really have anybody else. They they really need a weapon because his big weapon was uh, Graham. And now I think they've got to change it where they can stretch the field. Brees can get it down the field Back still. Back to Brees of and, five um, years ago where he just had yeah. a little 
weapon stretching it, and he didn't have himself a Jimmy Graham. He just had a so bunch of receivers. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. So the final pick, that's well, yours. Yeah. You're on the clock. Finish it off with the Patriots. Well, listen, they can go so many ways. If I'll say this. If Shane Ray and Randy Gregory slip down and either one of those guys are available, I think your boy jumps all over them just because Bill Belichick is like, listen, I, I'll take that talent. He could trade this pick. You know how he does in the first round. He always trades out. But I think there's too much talent here with Marcus Peters, at corner from Washington. And I think when you lose uh, both your corners in Browner and, and Darrell Rivas, Marcus Peters actually, to me, is better all around than Trey Waynes. And I think he could be the best corner in this draft, and he's got the size. This would be perfect for Bill Belichick, and I think he'll turn them around and he'll be, yeah, oh, he'll be a stud. He'll be a stud. That's that's how I end it, where you end with the Patriots in 32. First, let us say that the Patriots are the most impossible team to predict. <laughs> oh, they're going to trade it. You know they're going to trade it. They'll yeah. trade it, exactly. <laughs> what, what did they say in the last five years? Bill Belichick has made 57 trades, something crazy, something crazy like that. Like that yeah. So they have needs – on the offensive line, they have needs potentially on the defensive line. You know, losing Vince Wolfork is a big deal. They obviously need a corner. You said that, you know, you addressed it there. I just don't know that the corner is there for them. I have a lot of corners going ahead of him already. So I have a guy that you had going much earlier in the round. I think they go with some beef and girth, and they take Malcolm Brown. And I think mm. that he is a guy that adds some, just some girth to their defensive line. A kid from Texas, underachieved a little bit, you know, probably should have been a top 10 pick, but I think he slips all the way to 32, and the Patriots are very happy to pick him up. Ton of talent. So let's talk about these quarterbacks real quick. We obviously agree on the first two, Winston and Mariota. Um, let's find a home for them. I'll just throw it out there. I don't know which one you think will go in order, but let's say Bryce Petty. I have him probably as the third or fourth quarterback selected, but I got the Jets taken, Petty. Where do you think Petty will wind up? So It's, it's so hard for me to say, but I thought that the Rams yeah. might pick him up. They might like his, mm. his arm, and, and they might think, okay, you know what, we've got a couple of guys. Um, we're not quite sure – what to do with um, – for some reason your boy is yeah. getting traded, Nick Foles, and I don't know if they'll re-sign him. <laughs> Disrespected, to big yeah, money. yeah. But maybe maybe right. they bring in Bryce Petty, give him some competition. Okay. So for Hunley, Brett Hunley, this is the next four, right? I, I think the Bills are going to take him, and I think Hunley has been disrespected in this draft. I actually think Hunley has the potential to be a – Starter and a very good one. I think he just needs – listen, he had no offensive line at UCLA, and the kid got killed. And he did something that nobody's done at UCLA, three straight years of over nine wins. Um, Hundley's a stud. So I think once he gets his footwork down and gets more out of the – you know, into uh, under center, I think he's going to be fine. And um, I think he'll house uh, E.J. Manuel's spot and anybody else there. Um, eventually. So, Brett Hundley, for me, goes to Buffalo. Where do you see Hundley going? I have a crazy idea that Brett Hundley goes to New Orleans mm. and sits for three Perfect. years, yep. backs learns, up Drew Brees, and... learns, and then with all that physical talent, takes over. Oh, Sean Payton would do great with him. It's a good pick. It's a very good pick. And it's so funny because I think New Orleans would take somebody, too, but I got them going with uh, Colorado State kid, Garrett Grayson. Who's got some, you know, a little athletic himself, and I think he a little Drew Brees in him. So I, I like Grayson, and I think he's intelligent, and I think Sean Payton will love him. So I got Grayson going to New Orleans. So what do you think Grayson could wind up? I think Grayson could wind up in Arizona. I think he could wind up mm. as a guy that you look to the future to build this you know, franchise yeah. around. And and you figure that team's going to be pretty good for a while, so they may not get themselves a, a Peyton Manning or a you know Andrew Luck top two three pick. So they got to pick a diamond in the rough. So why not try this year? You're going to have to try for the next couple drafts. Yeah, and probably the last guy of the top six quarterbacks in the in the next four, Sean Mannion. Um, great arm, big kid. Um, 
I, you know, just there's nothing that wows you about him, but I think he, he's got something, you know, it's hard to see. And I actually have him going to the Rams. I think the Rams will try to snatch him up because I think your boy, uh, Jeff Fisher would like the, the size, the big, big, big quarterback, big arm. Where do you think Manny will go? I think he goes to the Jets. I think the Jets mm. in the cold weather, I think the Jets could use somebody with a big, strong arm and, the Jets are in a point where they're going to try to huff and puff and try to get a Mariota, but they don't. I don't know that they have the firepower to move up to number two, unless, like you said, three-way trade. They might get a Bradford or they might get somebody else, but ultimately they too need to look for a quarterback. So maybe they go with a kid like Mannion. I don't know. They could, they could pick Hundley. They, I, they're picking somebody. The Jets are picking somebody, obviously. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's give a little bit of love to some of these running backs, um, you know, that have been disrespected. How do you think Amir Abdullah, Tevin Coleman, uh, Jay Ajayi, Duke Johnson? Do you think a lot of the backs will fall way down four or five, or do you think these guys will actually get the love because there's a lot of talent? Also, T.J. Yeldon. I mean, besides the two in the first round, you've got six other backs that I think, you know, are going to play and, and do well in this league right off the bat. What do you think? Um, do you think there'll be second, third round guys? Uh, I think all the guys you named are going to be second, third, fourth round guys. I, I think maybe even fifth. See, the, the problem is mm. with running backs, they're in a rotation now, right? There are very few running backs that you're going to give the ball to 25 times. So if you're going to draft two running backs anyway, it's hard to draft one of them particularly high when the second round guy still needs to start on your team and still needs to be your, your starting, you know. Unless it's uh, a team that has a desperate six- need, right? like an Arizona or the Cowboys. Fair Those enough. two teams think, you wonder about. I think yeah. that most of these guys, so I, I like Zach uh, Johnson from uh, from Miami. I Miami, like, yeah. Yeah, I, I like, you know, some of these guys, like we talked about, T.J. Yeldon. I like him because he's a complete back. Um, I don't look at anybody out there outside of Todd Gurley, even Melvin Gordon. Todd Gurley is really the only one to me that's a star in this, right. in this draft. Because Gordon so can't every- catch that great. He's not, his hands aren't, you know, he's not. That's where Amir Abdullah, though, right, I think some people say he could be a third down back. But I think he's pretty tough, he's you know. I, I think he is. But you had Sproles that was small. You've had other guys that were, you know, kind of small. Even MJD. I think Amir Abdullah or would you compare him more to the the running back at Arizona, who that they need a, to get a thumper because you know he doesn't stay healthy? You think Adula he can't twenty carries would be too much for him? Yeah, I think he's a fifteen carry guy. I think they protect running backs a lot these days. I love him as a change of pace. Let's say if you had a big bruiser, you know where he's going to go. He's going to go to New England with with Legarrette Blunt and. Um, He'll replace Shane Vereen and will be a star for the Patriots. Wow, How about that? that's a I like that. I like that. That's a good, that's a great fit for him. Ah, uh, that's a great fit. So, how many trades, Ray? First round Thursday night. We're watching the draft. We're going crazy. You know, we didn't talk about it in our mock. How many trades do you think go down? I think six or seven. I think there are a lot of trades. Wow. So this is why doing a yeah. mock draft is that hard because I don't think that, that these – I think Cleveland's going to move. I think New Orleans with two picks in the round are going to move. I think they're just going to try to move. I think that uh, Tennessee might trade out. I think that a couple of people might trade up a lot, a lot. I think six or seven. Wow, six or seven. Excuse me. Well, I kind of agree with you, and I'll say five to seven. Because I do think you're going to have these teams maybe trading down. And look, the Saints, we talked about two two picks in the first round and same with the Browns. Bills in Seattle don't have a first-round pick. They might want to get in there. The Saints have five picks, Ray, in the first, I think, 60 picks. So they might say, you know what, let's not stick at 13 and 31. Let's package and let's go up and get 
whoever they might feel is a star corner or receiver. I mean, you know, we don't know. They can make a play for a Cooper or White. I mean, it, I think it's going to be that fascinating. And I think all – I don't care what anybody says. The Chargers, oh, we're not trading Phillip Rivers. I think all these teams are in play for that number two pick because I think Tennessee, even though they want to take Mariota – I think they need so much help that they've, they've got to get multiple picks and maybe even a pick for next year in the first round. They've got to build up that roster. So I think Tennessee is going to trade. And um, you know what? I, I think it's going to be just fascinating. And I'm telling you my last word, Ray, Chip Kelly, he does whatever he has to, and he goes and gets Mariota at two. Even if it's really? a three-team deal, whatever it is. It is too heavy, but he's going to try He's going to try, baby. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, well, look, this, great show. We have a lot to watch show. tomorrow. 32 picks, one night. NFL does a great job of marketing this, but we'll be glued oh, to yeah. the TV. And Friday we'll be back to talk about that first round, kind of look at the second and third uh, for Friday, and we will talk and preview the fight. I can't say fight of the century like they're saying, but I will say the best fight in a long time in boxing, Manny Pacquiao against Money Floyd Mayweather. This is going to be fun. We got the Kentucky Derby. We got every. This is a great NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs. How about Tim Duncan? We we got a lot to talk about, Ray. It's going to be a great show Friday. Everybody, thanks for listening. Watch the draft. And um, check out RayandTayToday.com. You can hear this show and um, tweet at us. And uh, thanks for uh, talking sports with friends. We'll see you Friday night. Have a great draft. We'll check you out on Friday. Peace.